All right. So we were talking about this yesterday. Canadian blood services will start testing for COVID-19 antibodies in the coming weeks. We're joined by Dr. Chantal Pambrin, who's director of Canadian Blood Services Center for Innovation. Welcome to the show, doctor. Good to have you on. Yes. Thanks for having me, Kelly. So Canadian blood services have partnered with the COVID-19 immunity task force. How long has this been in the works? The immunity task force was announced at the end of April, uh, April 23rd, by the federal government. And, and the, the day after that, Canadian Blood Services did reach out to the task force and saw an opportunity to help them reach their objectives. Okay, so you reached out to them. So tell us about the collaboration. How's it going to work and what's it going to look like? Yeah, so we're, 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 we're helping the task force reach the goal of testing a million Canadians. And what they're seeking to achieve is to understand how many Canadians out there have mounted an immune system to COVID-19. We know earlier on the testing strategies were related to molecular testing, trying to identify if you have the virus currently. What this study will do is tell you, if tell us if you've ever been exposed. And therefore, because of the high proportion of individuals who are thought to have been asymptomatic, you're going to likely see a higher increase in those who have been exposed to COVID-19 compared to the results that are currently being reported on. Will you be notifying the donors if the antibodies show up in their blood samples? Because you've been saving samples of people who've donated for the past uh, little while. That's correct, Kelly. We have been saving samples and we are not going to be letting donors know what the results are today. And the reason for that is we don't quite understand what it means. What we are confident is that it doesn't actually require the donor to seek medical attention. So, for example, Kelly, right now we do test all of our blood supply for the safety and we test for things like HIV and hepatitis. Those are absolutely tests that we let donors know because we know it matters to their health. When it comes to COVID-19 serological testing and testing for the immune system, we don't quite yet understand what it means. So we don't want to put donors in a position where they have false reassurance that maybe their their immune system is positive because we don't actually know how long it's positive for, nor how, how effective it will be if they were to be exposed to the virus again. The other scenario we don't want to run into is where the immune system may no longer be present, and that may potentially provide unfounded reason for concern in donors. So at this time, we're not providing individual donors the, their results, but we are providing them the opportunity to be part of this uh, evidence-gathering venture with the Immunity Task Force to help the, the policy decision-making. Well, both of those scenarios that you brought up there, I think uh, it, it invites the opportunity to maybe not only elongate the study, but change it a bit, if I could. Will you call these donors back if they show up with COVID-19 antibodies to find out if they've still got the antibodies in their blood? So A, uh, you guys, it's a win-win situation. They get to find out if the antibodies are still active. So do we. We, we kind of figure out for how long antibodies would be present in people's blood. Uh, that were asymptomatic, because that's basically who you're dealing with, because you always screen people anyways before they come in to donate blood, especially during this pandemic. Um, but you would also um, be, you know, able to collect more blood. It's, it's, 
a very good thought, Kelly. When we're looking at having donors continue to engage with Canadian Blood Services and come back for donations, we do see that uh, on average females donate about 1.5 times per year, and that's a little bit higher for males, about 2.5 when we look at across all of our donors on an annual basis. So we are expecting that donors are going to come back and donate throughout the study period and we'll be able to provide some aggregated analysis to the immunity task force as to what happens to someone's immune system over time. We're certainly trying to keep up with the science and trying to understand it better. And if there's a, a period in time where that becomes useful information to a donor and we can very clearly articulate what it means to them, then we'll, we can reevaluate whether or not we'll be uh, disclosing that to them. But you'd have to flag it in your system to, to reevaluate them. In order to do that, so um, are you going to somehow go into the Canada Blood Services um, with the people that you've chosen to um, test their samples and then kind of flag them? So if they go back in to donate, you can say, make sure you keep some of this blood. Yeah, I could see I could see the thinking behind that. Uh, part of what we have at Canadian Blood Services, Kelly, is we have a research and development uh, facility and operations. And when we work within that space, it's completely uh, unlinked to the blood supply. The blood supply is very much a regulated system. All of our testing that occurs, all of the processes in manufacturing the blood occur in very regulated environments. The environment in which we're doing this test for the immunity task force is in our research and development area. So we actually don't have a direct link. When those researchers are doing the test, mm. they don't know who it belongs to. So we, and we don't have a way of, of easily linking that back. But we're all, you know, here we are in 2020. We've got the technology. You know, we can make him stronger. We can make him faster. So why don't we, uh, you know, I just, I, I think this could be a great way to, you know, test people for antibodies um, and, and keep track of it and also incentivize donating blood. I don't know if that's, you know, uh, ethically or morally uh, depraved that I would say that because like a way to get people to donate blood, but you know what? It is incentive and it's not that it's going to cost them anything. And how are your supplies during the pandemic? Yeah. So during the pandemic, because the demand in the hospitals actually went down, uh, we were able to continue to supply the hospitals with the products that they needed. And we saw a lot of new donors come out. So we were very grateful for that. As, as far as the, the, understanding what this test means to donors we don't you ask a very good question you know can we incentivize donors and, and do this test for them well you may have seen that in the u.s there are blood operators who do that very different uh, blood operation system that they have in the u.s compared to canada we haven't done that previously in canada for example, in the U.S., the other things that they do is they'll test for cholesterol levels and pre-screen for diabetes. In Canada, that doesn't that doesn't apply to our system because we, we have a public health care system and individuals who need to be screened are able to access health care in that way. We are certainly evaluating that the opportunity to be able to provide donors this information. As you're alluding to, Kelly, individuals are are quite interested in understanding if they were exposed or if the runny nose that they had a few months ago was actually related to COVID, but it didn't trigger the typical COVID testing at the time um, because there wasn't widespread testing available to them. So we, we understand that. We just want to be responsible in, in being able to share the information that doesn't uh, cause harm and, and, you know, and more likely to cause benefit to our donors. 
So the way that Canada Day falls this uh, year, it, it's tomorrow, so it's midweek. I know that we usually, uh, if it falls in, in on like the Friday or the Monday, we've got a long weekend on our hands. There's always call for blood donations. This could be an extra, extra long weekend because some people may have uh, taken advantage of the Thursday and Friday, taking them off work. Is there a increased call for blood donations for Canada Day? We always have a need for blood, Kelly. There's the, the the fact that the various jurisdictions are opening up their services again, so cancer care and uh, surgeries and outpatient cares, that, that means that Canadians continue to require red cells, platelets, plasma that help them get through that time while they're in hospital. You may be surprised to know that 1 in 17 patients that are in a hospitalized situation require blood products. So the need does continue, definitely. And we do continue to need the donors to come forward. And we, we're, we're very um, encouraged by seeing new donors engaging with Canadian blood services during this pandemic. All right. Well, I appreciate your time, and uh, I hope that a lot of people will do their part and donate blood, uh, despite the fact that they might not find out if they have COVID-19 antibodies. Like it, it, it is one of the most generous things that you can do, and make sure that you're well-fed and you're well-watered before you go. It's of paramount importance to the fact that, uh, well, like me, you could pass out. So I just want to throw that out there. I want to thank you for your time, very uh, doctor. It's been uh, really illuminating, and I wish you the best of luck with your studies. Thank you very much, Kelly. Have a great day.